After two years of steady growth in asset prices, I think it's safe to say that 2018 sits up there with some of the roughest times that we've seen in financial market history. The final quarter of last year in particular brought misery to most investors as market focus shifted to concerns around the prospects for global growth. For the South African economy and markets, it's been the worst year since the dawn of the new democracy. The all-share index ended down 8.5%, rand weakening by close to 14% against the US dollar. Now, Nev, having started our 2018, we're a lot more hopeful. Many of us had this ramaphoria buzz around us. Can you take us through what the investment environment for SA Equities was over the last year, and in particular that, that final quarter? Thanks, Kirsch. It was an incredibly rough ride. Um, as you point out, we started the year aglow with a lot of hope for the prospects of, of South Africa and uh, uh, new leadership. But reality set in very rapidly. And we really are just seeing the extent to which the economy has been mismanaged and how we're living and dealing with that. And that's finally reflecting in the numbers that you're seeing from companies reporting, particularly the consumer. So a combination of emergency tax raises. Uh, remember VAT hike of 15% at the beginning of the year. You had interest rates continuing to rise. You've had large-scale retrenchments across most industry. So poor consumer sentiment, poor consumer spend, and you're seeing the corporates react as one would expect, which is no capital investment in that environment. And literally, government doesn't have the fiscal room either to expand. So very, very tough economic environment. And you've seen the results reflect that, and then you've seen share prices respond accordingly. Compounding that in the final quarter of 2018, you saw global risk sentiment really take a turn for a worse. So after already a, a tough period for South African markets, that was compounded by general negative sentiment as concerns grew around the world, particularly around uh, trade and just the increasing level of populist rhetoric from a number of large uh, economies, and that just put further pressure on the local market. So we know we're sitting in a situation where equity markets have taken an hammering and underperformed, say, relative to cash. But then we, we've also had a situation, if I look at within our own equity portfolio, we've had some of our significant holdings face real challenges in 2018 and the share prices react accordingly. And some of those, uh, to mention a few, MTN, NASPERS, British American Tobacco and Into. Can you maybe walk us through sort of the updated investment case on those holdings and what position and where they're playing in the portfolio yeah. at the moment? Sure. So looking at 2018, we, to a large extent, didn't want to buy a lot of the local domestic shares at that point in time. We felt they were pricing too much good news. So I think directionally we were right not to get in involved. We've seen those companies come down. You're talking about companies like Mr. Price, MassMarkt in right. recent times. Yeah, the, the, the consumer-facing domestic SA businesses. Instead, we did buy what we thought were more defensive businesses with growth outside of South Africa, British American Tobacco, and Naspers, and MTN, and Into, which each faced their own idiosyncratic risks in this period. We do believe that all four of those still offer a lot of value, if we look at a, at a company like British American Tobacco, which is the second largest of those positions in our portfolios behind Nuspers, we think the market is extrapolating the impact of those trends way beyond what we think the real economic impact will be. Typically, these processes of regulation in the US take quite a long time to play out. And at the end of the day, 
some of the steps that they're taking, whether it's reducing nicotine, whether it's potentially banning menthol, ultimately is not going to have as big an impact on the PL as what the market is pricing for. And if we look at the multiples that that company trades on today, a single digit PE, very attractive dividend yield, it's still very much key to our investment going forward. And MTN, just before Christmas, managed to resolve the issues. The central bank backed down and the $8 billion that they were talking that needed to be repatriated has gone away. And now there's a very small number related to some you know, administrative issues. So again, we think the investment case is very strong. The business con- has continued to do incredibly well. And we think as they deliver the results, we'll start to see that come back through in the share price. And on Anaspas, we've seen that the a regulator has reopened the kind of approval channel for new games, which was the big issue with Naspers and Tencent and that their games weren't getting approved. I mean, we think with the flux of time now, you'll see Tencent's games get approved again in order to continue the monetization. In a year in which you have so much of the market being hit and, you know, some shares more than others, what other significant opportunities did you see arise and that you then used to take new positions in the portfolio? Yeah, so for us, I mean, having had this position of being quite underweight domestic SA, uh, the big opportunity now is actually to start picking up our SA exposure. So we've really just seen capitulation now on SA names. And interesting enough, the foreign investors were often the investors who were, you know, kept pumping in money into a lot of these domestic names, kept the multiples at very high levels. We've really seen them throw in the towel. So you've seen big lines of shares coming back. You've seen earnings have actually come down now in a lot of these discretionary domestic retailers. So for the first time, we're seeing a situation where earnings are no longer high, they they are much lower levels, and you're actually seeing ratings at lower levels. So for us, the opportunity now actually is to pick up our domestic rating. We think, you know, you really are getting to the point where you're pricing the sum of all fears. And as tough as it is, and as much as people are feeling quite negative, all it takes is small marginal incremental improvements to see a change in consumer behavior, to see a a real change in actual spending power. If you're looking forward now, the VAT increase is annualized in the base. We've had two months of massive declines in the fuel price. We've had a central bank which has dramatically changed its position from continuing to hike rates to actually going on pause. So things are actually starting to look up for the SA consumer and we think that will start to feed through. I suppose if you were to talk to an investor today, we've had equity markets down over three years. We've had our own equities perform poorly relative to that. What is the latent return opportunity that is now sitting in our portfolios? We're very excited and we haven't been this excited about equity for a number of years. So if you look at the kind of upside return that we see from the SA market, it's close to the kind of levels that our models indicated back in 2009, 2010, after the financial crisis, which was followed by very strong returns. And we did caution a few years ago that one should expect the level of returns to come down. We didn't expect as negative and as difficult as it has been. But from these levels, we really do see very good upside. And above that, in terms of how our portfolios are structured, we see, again, a further 10 to 15% upside over and above that of the market. So we do think there is a lot of a potential beta market return with strong alpha from these levels. If I had to limit you to just three things that worry you, that keep you up at night at the moment, what would you summarize them to be? 
Look, the, the first big one, I mean, that everyone talks about clearly is just the relations between the two largest economies in the world, uh, US and China. I mean, that encapsulates a whole number of risks, political, economic, the trade wars, the seemingly endless tweets from the leaders of one of those. That is a major risk that they can derail global growth. And as a small open economy, SA clearly will be affected by that. A second one is just SA. In South Africa, we seem to always be looking forward to an election to make things better. It was municipal elections in 2016. It was the ANC elective conference in 2017. And now we hope after a successful election in hopefully May, we will actually start to see some real policies get implemented because as much as there is incremental improvement on, you know, we really need a step change in growth. And it's still uncertain. We've seen a lot of these commissions, etc., expose a lot of what's gone on, but we really are looking forward to some big positive growth and policies uh, coming forward after that election. And I guess our know, concern is the rhetoric that we're going to be hearing leading up to that, whether it's nationalization, land issues, prescribed assets. And third thing, really, you know, a big issue still for us is the state of the commodity market. Generally, we've had actually a fairly benign market it is important for an economy like South Africa. I think this is could be one of the big growth drivers for us. But if we see another downturn um, in the cycle that will, you know, while it's negative for the commodity shares directly, it's obviously also quite negative for the overall South African economy. Thanks very much, Neville. So to summarize, we know the risks that are bound, but after taking the pain of some very, very tough markets and our portfolios, seeing great return opportunity, especially in equities and over the long term, those have actually really have, we've seen them to be the biggest drivers of real returns for savings portfolios. That's right. And we've pushed up our equity weighting significantly, our domestic equity weighting. So we have seeing that opportunity. We really are backing that in the portfolios. 